Welcome to today's edition of Beat to the Fire, where we're always challenging the status quo. For more cutting-edge commentary, go to feettothefire.org. That is feet, the number two, thefire.org. And now your host. And here we go with Friday Follies. Welcome to Feet to the Fire. You know, we've had a hiatus a bit from Friday Follies because of the election and a lot of the discussion I wanted to do about that and Trump's candidacy, but we are back and we are loaded. Friday Follies is insane items in the news from the crazy liberal left. Makes you want to laugh, makes you want to cry, but it gives us an idea of how absurd and out of control the left has become. Let's start with this, although this is, this is a good thing. This is from the Epic Times. I referred to it yesterday, but I wanted to read some of her quotes. Carrie Lake does not concede after Maricopa County certifies results. And so the Friday folly here is that Maricopa County certified its results after all of the ridiculous election, what do you want to call it? Uh, election challenges, election inconsistencies, election confusion and disorder on election day. And yet Maricopa County goes right along and says, yep, we're certifying. And this has been a really free and fair and uh, up and up election. Carrie Lake doesn't concede. Republican Arizona gubernatorial candidate Carrie Lake did not concede on Monday after Maricopa County certified its election results in favor of Democrat Katie Hobbs and said she is quote, firmly in this fight. And by the way, that's the same Democrat Katie Hobbs, who's the attorney, no, Secretary of State, who is prosecuting another county, Cochise County, if you remember from yesterday, that did not certify, they might certify today, but they passed the state deadline of certification because of election inconsistencies. That's the word I was looking for, inconsistencies. How about illegal behavior? But that's the, that's the safe word, inconsistencies. And Katie Hobbs is suing because they won't certify election results that make her governor. How convenient and completely corrupt. I think she might have some partiality in this and should probably recuse herself from the whole discussion over the integrity of Arizona's election system since she's the Democrat candidate trying to win by exploiting a corrupt system. All right, Carrie Lake said, I want you to know that I'm firmly in this fight with you. Thank you. For taking a stand, Carrie Lake, released on Twitter. Maricopa County just couldn't wait to certify their botched election, she said. She's not afraid to say it, not backing down, not intimidated from calling a spade a spade. Election day voting centers were inoperable. Arizonians were expected to wait in line two, three, four, even five hours to cast a ballot. Guys, that's crazy. That's not, that's not a legitimate election. Let's see what else. State statute requires certification before our case can move forward, Lake asserted. You know how hard I worked on the campaign trail, leading our movement to bring common sense solutions to our problem. I am taking that same work ethic and using it behind the scenes right now, building a strong legal case. So in other words, even though it's been certified, Carrie Lake is saying it's not over, not over. All right, next, Fox News No, I'm going to hold off on that. Canada's euthanasia and assisted suicide. This from the Political Insider. 
Trump slams McConnell as loser for our nation after Senator criticizes his dinner with Fuentes. I'm going to address this rather quickly because it's been a buzz in the news and it's all once again media hype and we take our cues from the establishment and the media on what we should be talking about. And I didn't really want to take the bait. But again, there's so much misinformation out there that I should probably give you a quick commentary on this allegedly uh, scandalous dinner with Kanye West and Nick Fuentes at Mar-a-Lago, Donald Trump's house. Now, if you do want to stay cutting edge on media and enjoy laughing and also know what the real story is on the conservative answer to all this media hype, just follow Trump on Truth Social. It's hilarious. Everything he posts. And it's right on the money. Which is, again, why he's still so popular. But here we go. Donald Trump slammed Mitch McConnell as a loser after the Senate minority leader criticized the former president's media-hyped dinner with Kanye West and little-known commentator Nick Fuentes. So the Friday folly here is our rhino establishment Republicans like Mitch McConnell, unfortunately like Mike Pence. Keep listening. McConnell took the bait from the media and spoke out about a dinner guest most Americans have never heard of in Fuentes. Now, before I read the rest of this, let me just explain the, the basic details of this dinner. You don't have to scratch that deep to find out. Trump even explained it. Apparently, this was scheduled with Kanye West months and months ago, early fall, before Kanye made all those stupid anti-Semitic comments. And he's a fool. We know that. He's a fool. I'm using the word fool on, on air I always want to say moron, but I'll use the word fool. Kanye West is a fool, makes these anti-Semitic comments. Well, Trump had had this dinner scheduled, and it kept getting rescheduled, rescheduled. In the interim, Kanye West sets up this media storm with these stupid comments. Eventually, this dinner gets scheduled. It was late November, around Thanksgiving, on Thanksgiving. I don't know. Kanye brings these friends. Trump doesn't know them. Nick Fuentes, I don't know who that is. I don't care. And another guy or a couple of the people, and they sit down. And Trump said, dinner was not going well. Kanye comes up with this ridiculous question. Do you want to be my running mate for president? What? Trump just announced. I mean, the guy seems to be out of his mind. Dinner doesn't go well. They're asked to leave. It was very short. And when Trump could see where everything was going, he had them leave. That's it. That's it. No, no approval of anti-Semitism. Trump didn't even know who Nick Fuentes is. Do you know? I don't know who Nick Fuentes is. Who cares? Escorted them out. Case closed. Stupid dinner. And this is all the politically correct crowd and the, and the, uh, uh, you know, sp the spin the media narrative crowd trying to turn this into Trump's an anti-Semite and you got to dump Trump. It's so stupid. So McConnell says this. First, let me just say that there is no room in the Republican party, party for, <laughs> Republican party, excuse me. <laughs> Sometimes when Mitch McConnell's talking, that is what it is. Uh, Republic, there is no room in the Republican Party for anti-Semitism or white supremacy, McConnell told reporters. Wow, he's so uh, righteous and pure as the uh, wind-driven snow. Uh, it's, such, it's such virtue signaling. Thanks, Mitch. Of course there's no room for that. Bab he goes on, and anyone meeting with people advocating that point of view, in my judgment, are highly unlikely. <clears throat> Excuse me to ever be elected president of the United States. Really? Anyone advocating that point of view, in my judgment, anti-Semitism, highly unlikely to ever be elected president of the United States. The hypocrisy is oozing out of this. Mitch, you and the establishment Republicans have never supported Israel. You guys are, are 
are you guys have never supported Israel. Trump is the first and only president to actually do what he said and move the U.S. embassy to Jerusalem in Israel. Defended Israel more than any other president. You guys say it. That is the rhino uh, platform pretense on the outside, the external veneer of rhinos. Oh, we're pro-Israel. And you never do anything to back up Israel. Meanwhile, you suffer people like the squad in the Democrat Party. Remember those names? Rashida Tlaib and Ilhan Omar, those crazy congresswomen from the Midwest who spew constant anti-Israel, anti-Jew, anti-Semitic propaganda. Never a word condemning them, Mitch. And Biden, who's in bed with anti-Semites. The Democrat Party is the home of anti-Semitism, anti-Israel sentiment, and you never make a comment about Biden. Where's that? But no, Trump has a dinner, and you got to go virtue signal at the microphone. It's so absurd. It's fake news, guys. Don't be duped by this. McConnell's statement was mind-numbingly idiotic, the article goes on. It's a comment the media ate up, and yet another indication that the top GOP senator is not smart enough to do battle with Democrat-aligned media. The author's point is, this is just political theater, a media circus, and spin. And, and Mitch fell right into it. They say Jump and the Kentucky Republican, without skipping a beat, performs for their amusement like a circus monkey. Trump responded in kind, pointing out that McConnell is a, quote, loser. Loser for a nation. This is why I love Trump, because he's blunt. And he said he wasn't even going to win re-election in Kentucky without Trump's support, which is true. Trump also reiterated in the interview... I guess he did an interview about this on Fox to clarify everything. He reiterated in the interview that he did not, he did not know who Fuentes was, something he has previously insisted, which would put him in the same company as 99.99% of the rest of America. Nick Fuentes is a nobody. Apparently, he's a white supremacist. I, then, he's, then he's a moron, and I don't care. And nobody knows him, and nobody cares about him. And Trump had them leave. Trump said, I had never heard of the man. I had no idea what his views were, and they weren't expressed at the table in our very quick dinner, or it wouldn't have been accepted. Now, Laverne Spicer, I don't know, somebody on Twitter made this comment. I think it's a great comment. It doesn't matter to me who it is. It's just a great comment. So I am supposed to be more angry at Donald Trump for having dinner with Nick Fuentes than I am with Joe Biden for delivering the eulogy for delivering the eulogy for the grand wizard of the KKK? I don't think Trump knew anything about Nick, but I'm darn sure... But I, I darn sure know Biden knew that grand whiz. That's right. Now, I don't know. She might be talking about Robert Byrd, former senator of West Virginia, grand wizard of the KKK. And when he died, all the Democrats came around and lamented and spoke well of him. The guy was a KKK leader, Ku Klux Klan. And nobody makes a comment about that. That's anti-Semitism, racism at the highest level. And the Democrats praised this guy, Clinton. And I don't, I don't even think Obama denounced the guy, probably praised him. All of them did. He was a famous Democrat. Not a word from the establishment Republicans. And then look at this. Pence calls for an apology. McConnell isn't the first prominent Republican to do the work of the media and Democrats in attacking Trump. Earlier this week, former Vice President Mike Pence said Trump, sh Trump should apologize. Virtue signaling from Mike Trent Pence, which I'm sorry. I know people like him. Makes him establishment. 
President Trump was wrong to give a white nationalist, an anti-Semite, and a Holocaust denier a seat at the table, and I think he should apologize for it, and he should denounce those individuals and their hateful rhetoric without qualification. You know what, Pence? Save it. I'm so tired of that. Take one opportunity to slam Trump over something dubious and questionable and stupid, suggesting he's an anti-Semite because of a dinner, and yet you have an entire mountain of of evidence, of anti-Semitic, a, a dung heap, disgraceful anti-Semitism and racism on the Democrat side, and not a comment about that to say. Unreal. Of course, the article goes on, Pence and McConnell are simply acting like train seals for the leftist media, or they sense Trump is vulnerable right now following the midterms and are pouncing. Either way, their posturing is little more than, as American greatness writer Julie Kelly contends, the, quote, dumbest performative politics. Here's Julie Kelly. Republican rhinos fall for it every time. Dumbest performative politics I've ever seen. Biden accuses half the country of being fascists, describes unvaccinated as killers. His DOJ continues to round up prosecute Trump supporters almost two years after January 6th. Who cares about a dinner? Grow up. Right on. And Jesse Kelly, I don't know if they're related. I'm so embarrassed by our side sometimes, how weak and pathetic we are. Quote, now he's mocking these Republican establishment guys. I condemn this, and I condemn her, and have you condemned him, and you haven't condemned that. Barf, bunch of weaklings. Stop playing defense. You losers. Offense, at all times offense. Right on, which is why Trump's popular, which is why Carrie Lake is great. So, Friday Follies, Mitch McConnell, Mike Pence, and the establishment Republicans going after Trump over this stupid pretense. All right, I mentioned this last week. Incredible. Biden agrees to pay climate reparations but world's biggest polluter, polluter, China, won't have to pay. That's from libertyunyielding.com. Same thing at the Daily Mail. Biden agrees, pay climate reparations, compensate developing countries for global warming. Biden agrees to pay climate reparations. The U.S. will pay up to $1 billion to compensate developing countries for global warming, but gas-guzzling China won't have to pay into the global fund. Which proves the point, as I said last week, that global warming and environmentalism and all of that nonsense position on the left. That ideology has nothing to do with saving the environment. That is a pretense, a facade to justify massive wealth redistribution, worldwide socialism, to take from the wealthy, free producing countries, rob their wealth and redistribute it to the poor countries, the oppressive countries, the underdeveloped countries. And in that way, not only redistribute money, but also power and bring down the powerful, free Western nations as world superpowers, redistribute and equalize power to bring about global government so that there is no leading, free, lawful, constitutional, wealthy, prosperous Western world superpower. That also, by the way, allows for religious freedom. It's an antichrist campaign. That is what environmentalism is, and this proves it. Because China, the biggest polluter, doesn't have to participate. Because China is an obedient, communist, socialist empire, and so they don't have to play the game of redistributing their wealth. They're not a threatening world superpower to the left's cause. The fund negotiated at the UN's COP27 summit was originally known as a, quote, loss and damage fund, and have been blocked by previous administrations. Of course, Biden's going to bend over and agree to it, Loss and damage to the, to the smaller underdeveloped countries. So we have to give them our money. The deal is already late 
Nearly 200 nations were anxious for an accord they could bill as a step forward in the fight against climate change. Of course they were anxious. They want our money. The nations involved are largely from Asia, Africa, Latin America, the Caribbean, and the South Pacific. Right. Poor, oppressed nations under oppressive regimes that are demanding money from the free wealthy nations. Sounds just like socialism in your inner cities. Biden was granted $1 billion to help developing countries tackle climate change. Wow. Biden Energy Advisor says this from Bongino.com. Eventually, we're going to be phasing out the use of oil. Really? We're not going to use oil anymore. It was 10 days ago the president again said, we're going to end drilling domestically. And so the energy advisor, Hochstein, says, eventually we are. We're going to be phasing out the use of oil. And the interviewer said, what's eventually? Two years, three years, five years? Hochstein said it would be longer than two to three years, but he wouldn't provide any numbers. So that's it. They're going to phase out oil. They're out of their minds. You can't do that. Oil and fossil fuels fuel prosperity, and freedom. Let justice roll down like waters, America, and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. Don't believe the hype out there. Today's Friday Follies Flamethrower Award goes to Mitch McConnell, Mike Pence, and the establishment Republicans who dropped right into the media trap once again to malign Trump. See you next week.